1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
0: Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington, and today I'm joined by two very special guests, two of the men behind The Last Video Store, a meta horror nostalgia fest B-movie comedy that has its international premiere at Fright Fest Halloween in London's Leicester Square on Saturday, the twenty eighth of October, which should be today if this when the when the episode goes live. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, star and returning guest, Kevin Martin, plus director Tim Rutherford. Hello. Hey,
2: Ben. Thanks for having us. How's it
0: going? Thanks so much for joining us. Congratulations uh, on the last video, store. Thank Thank you you very much. Huge huge congratulations. Uh, Before we get started, here's some details on the film. Uh, A young woman who is unknowingly in possession of a legendary cursed tape takes a collection of old video tapes to a video store, she and the store owner reawaken its curse which leads to the release of a raft of cinematic villains pretty it Sounds, it sounds pr- Pretty much that sums it up nicely doesn't it uh, yeah. uh, I mean I think the first thing I wanted to talk to you both about is that um, you've managed to experience the film with audiences already at Fantastic Fest and then a recent sold out screening at the Metro Cinema in Edmonton uh, the home of Kev's Delobby DVD shop. How was that,
1: Jim? That was oh, that was mind blowing. Uh, to see all those like people that have been surrounding Kev for so long to like watch that movie and respond the way they did was, you know, the reason why we made it.
2: Yeah, it was uh, the the theater here in Edmonton. It fits over five hundred people, and uh, it was it was it was full. It was completely full. And uh, I, you know, presented movies there over over the last decade and a bit with our film festival. But I've never been the one whose movie was playing there at a film festival. And uh, you know, Tim can attest to it. I thought I'd be cool, keep it together. But when I got up there to introduce the movie, I uh, I looked out to the crowd. I just got all emotional. It was like it could have been the booze too but no but it, it hit me it was like everybody you know <clears throat> in this in the city or in this community that has supported the store for the last 18 years was in there and it was just if uh, if we could have recorded like the audio of the audience reaction as the movie was playing it definitely would have been a bonus feature on on the, the blu-ray next year because they they laughed at all the right beats and it was just it was really surreal. It was a, you know, once in a lifetime kind of feeling for sure. But, uh, you know, also with the world premiere, I'm sure Tim can attest to that being a fantastic fest in Austin to, Mm. to have our movie played at the legendary Alamo draft house was equally just as amazing on a totally different level. Uh, I'm sure Tim can uh, talk about that.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, I definitely won't wear a suit in plus 35 degree weather ever again. <laughs> oh, <now>. no. <laughs> um, you know, the I'd like to blame the heat for, you know, sweating so much, but just being in front of uh, that audience, um, you know, like kind of opening weekend um, with this movie to like kind of have it come full circle after like 10 years of having the short, um, premiere there for the like the United States premiere, and um, you know to come full circle and have like Tim League like introduce the movie was pretty nerve wracking. So um, you know it's kind of nice to celebrate with the hometown crew. It's a little less um, kind of who's in the room.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. I mean, two different, completely different experiences. I expect and you should got a couple of excuses for the sweat then as well you? <laughs> you know uh wow i mean and so the audience obviously a complete different audience at the draft house as well i guess like uh um so how did they react to it were they laughing in all the right places did they react as as well as the home hometown audience yeah uh... definitely
1: like yeah it was uh you know it wasn't 500 of our best friends um <laughs> and it's nice to have those yeah. experiences but like Um, Yeah, I think like we got to see it with our friends RKSS, the directors of um, We Are Zombies and Wake Up, Uh, their two movies that premiered this year, um, as well as Turbo Kid, um, to much acclaim. They were, they absolutely loved it. And, you know, it was nice to have um, more familiar faces and the, like the response overall of like kevin's fan club in texas was you know every bit of as worth it as the one that already existed in edmonton
2: and uh another uh, another guy that really supported us down in austin i'm pretty sure you're familiar with him ben was uh jake west uh who finally oh, yes. got to finally got to meet jake and he felt uh you know i know Tim feels the same way he felt like our surrogate uncle those those days like he was with us and he insisted on sitting beside me during the Austin premiere, you know. Uh, he was the first one that, not part of our group, to hug me immediately. And he was also the first guy, um, you know, aside from our other friends, to say, like, you know, don't worry. but There'll be negative reviews. Don't worry about that. Uh, I, I, he always he quoted me the line. He goes, my first movie, Evil Aliens, one critic called it Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So don't let that bother you, you know. And uh, Jake's like, yeah. Uh, uh, he so that that meant a lot too, for sure. Uh, it was it was it was great hanging out with Jake, uh, for sure. Oh
0: yeah, I mean I saw I saw the pictures of you guys there. I, did, I mean it looked absolutely amazing. And Kev, does that mean you've got fan clubs everywhere? Everywhere you go, there's pro- there's going to be a UK fan club there tomorrow night, right?
2: Oh, I, I well I, I hope Aaron is waving the uh, the flag big time for us tomorrow. I, I know he's he's going to keep me updated on every uh, how the whole thing went down, like minute by minute play. You know, I told Mike uh you know it's it's too bad me and tim didn't have all the money and free time in the world or we'd definitely be there i mean the idea of our Mm. movie playing in london england that's insane like (laughs) you know like the fact that we'll probably both we'll both probably be asleep or no i guess we'd be awake and knowing that somewhere on the other side of the world people are seeing the movie we made is is pretty cool um Mm. it's it's kind of overwhelming you know it's uh but it feels even more surreal because while this is going on, you know, Tim's doing his job in Vancouver. I'm sitting in my video store here in Edmonton dealing with customers and reminding her <laughs> movies are late. And and somewhere <laughs> in the world, people are seeing the silly uh, movies. So, and then hopefully being reengaged with video store culture.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you've called it silly a few times when I've been chatting to you. I think you're playing it down a bit. It's got so much heart and soul. And I feel like it's one of those films that if I saw that film in in a theater of an audience, I feel like I would have got emotional and I'm not like connected to the film in any way. I just feel like the emotional beats are really there. It's like obviously yeah, loads of nostalgia, loads of B-movie schlock going on, but still mm. it's, it's incredibly entertaining. I really enjoy, I did really enjoy it. Thank you.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, had me and Tim been hearing, like the people that have seen it, the thing that's really surprised me and maybe Tim as well is like, you you mentioned Heart. And, uh, you know, and, and we had, like, like Tim mentioned that the Turbo Kid guys were there. And Johan, one of the directors, he goes, he goes, Kev, I knew you, I'd like the movie, but I wasn't expecting to feel feels in the feelings. You know, like, I think that might have taken people a little bit off guard. Uh, Cause it's been a lot of people saying that, uh, which is, yeah. which is lovely.
0: Definitely. I mean well, I think I mean, it's that's
1: the part Cody Sorry, and I on, set too. out to do really was to um make a B movie with a lot of heart. Like the like like take all the parts of a B movie and like <clears throat> because it's a B movie doesn't mean it has to be like a certain way. You know, it doesn't have to be you know too satirical. Hmm. Yeah. Um because then sometimes it loses uh, a little bit of that, that feeling and it just said I mean, I guess it to us, it's just like, you know, very relevant for Kevin and, you know, his life and the people kind of coming and going out of that and like their love of cinema. So for us, it was just a real like connecting with that moment and connecting with Kevin. And hopefully that comes across to your audience just as well. I've I've never been to... uh, a UK uh, video store before, but I heard they're pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, again, few and far between, but still, when you when you get there, it's always it's always run by somebody you know who, whose passion is 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 in film, and I think that really comes across with you, Kev, and it really comes across in in this film as well. And we just got to applaud Kevin's performance as well because Kev, you've been on the podcast before. We've talked about Night of the Creeps. I've seen you in the short. I I did not expect what I saw in in the feature length film, which was a amazing performance. Add so add so much to it, you know. I oh. it was incredibly impressive, man. I think you should be. You've got to be. You've got to be proud of that.
2: uh yeah. uh, uh as time has gone on since the Austin screening, because uh, you know, I and even talking with my the audience here at Edmonton, customers that know me, I, I had to ask them like did you find I was just being myself or do you think I was acting like, Oh, you were acting, you know? Hmm. And, um, and then watching the old short films the 10 year progression, it's, it's like, I think I've mastered this character of Kevin, the video store clerk, you know, it's, 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 <laughs> it's always a blur of reality and, uh, and fiction. Maybe we should have called him by a different name, but then I probably would have forgot that name
0: anyways. So. Um, <laughs> but You only, only answered to Kev. Yeah, you know, that, that's it. It make,
2: <laughs> makes it easier for my directors on set too.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, what what percent is that character you then? Is there is the crossover pretty much entire uh, entirely, or is there ten percent here and there? It's, I, I'd say it,
2: it is me, but it, it's like a heightened, exaggerated, like. Like, version i mean you know, the part at the beginning of the movie where I'm describing the movie she's returned and how fired up I got about these movies. That's probably a hundred percent. I gotta be honest. Uh, it's like if a kid comes in my store now and tells me they haven't seen Friday the 13th, the final chapter, I'm like, oh, baby, you're in for a treat. <laughs> you know, like, I, I will go off on tangents big time. So,
0: none, none of that was in the script. That first part of the film, was, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> he was just ripping on the titles
0: you know he just picked the movies
1: up and started ripping and we were just like oh this is good we should get
0: that yeah the titles the the, like fake movie titles as well i mean some of them like fleshed out in such a way where i was like i want to see a full length version of this this is a great concept (laughs) were there any were there any that got like left on the cutting room floor any that you wanted to include oh yeah so many
1: um you know there's like a i know kevin is quite remiss to deprived the cutaway to battle bear Mm. um you know maybe one day later but uh um you know there's a few of those like you know we have the whole series like the viper's like entire career is kind of like fleshed out and into all these like separate movies and um there's like a lot of other ideas floating around that's why we've been like talking about tv show is um would be a great way to continue the story and you know kind of take kevin's character to other places and like other movies like that because yeah we just get so obsessed at josh roach and um the the co-writer myself and kevin um and then like cody will sometimes just like come up with an entire movie idea and then be like okay well like how do we show that in like two minutes like how do we like sum up this movie's entire plot and, like
0: yeah was that minutes? like I- I mean, I kept thinking, was that like a really challenging part of the film? Showing those short snippets of the movies? Because obviously most of the movies set within the confines of the video store. Right. But these movies, they feel like there must be so much more that has to go into even showing tiny snippets of them.
1: Um. Well, yeah, I mean, really, because we hadn't quite fleshed out the scenes themselves. It was important that um, because we do take a lot of like um you know like liberties with the like onset kind of energy and Kevin just riffing it was really important that like some of the movie cutaways kind of matched what we were doing on our side so we just wanted to make sure that we could edit those to a point where like okay now let's flesh out the scene itself I mean which was a great way to approach that to ensure that you kind of keep that rhythm through the scene um but you know it cost us a fake tv screen having to be replaced like on the tv like at all times um so there's a way like (laughs) overloaded kind of backside to this that Unfortunately, I wish Cody was here to speak to it because he had to endure all of that doing the editing and VFX like all himself. So that's like, um, you know, kudos to him uh, for getting wow. that to, all the, to feel like all so the, fleshed out.
0: All the VFX himself. Is that right?
1: Uh, well, almost awesome. all of them, like some of the major pieces um, were done by Matt Satchel. Um, yeah. He did like the price stalker design and like yeah. the big animated pieces, um, but Cody did like a lot of the replacing and like all of that background himself, like with yeah. almost you know no teams.
0: So. I like the, the inclusion of the sort of CGI alongside other sort of effects was good as well because that that definitely made it feel like a movie of of that era. I mean, it was almost like sort of like late nineties Starship Troopers CGI going on, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, but... yeah,
2: totally. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, great. one of the big inspirations was ice spiders, actually.
0: ice spiders. Um, oh wow. yeah okay. <laughs> I mean, know the I, gate. <laughs> how did the uh how did the idea like blossom from the short? So the short was ten years ago now, isn't it? And then the video the video store commercial is that connect is that supposed to be connected anyway, or is that just kind of like another thing that
1: um well, I mean, it, it's kind of like the genesis of this project because taking that to south by southwest kind of became the like the movie itself which is why there's a commercial in the movie as well It's kind of like tying that all around like kevin's the character oh, yeah, is cool. basically the same um and also from our web series um the straight to video which is uh eight episodes about you know eight minutes long or something like that um and some of these characters that's where they were born like caster yeah. uh, okay. um yeah. viper had another movie that he's in
2: yeah ben if uh, if you haven't seen straight to video uh you know check it out we can send it to you it's on youtube but it's the mm. same idea but it was instead of in the store i get sucked into the tv and i'm bouncing from one bad b movie to another including beaver lake a Viper Jackson movie, Prey Stalker. So we're like, we just did the opposite with the movie because we couldn't afford to film on multi locations all over the world for that 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 idea. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, that 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 was the biggest genesis. I think was uh, was uh, the web series straight to video. Yeah. Mm.
0: So I guess there were lots of creative ideas across the web series, the short, and the video store commercial that all kind of like came together for this feature length. Is that correct? A lot of ideas that is that how it kind of took took shape
1: yeah i think when well as soon as we did the commercial and we um you know did south by southwest again cody edited that for like a year um she uh we got into south by southwest and that guaranteed our path into frontiers film market in montreal as a part of fantasia um so we got to go and pitch the movie and then a few years later they gave us the money. So I guess we were still kind of like riding on those ideas and just let them like gestate in the like, well, how do we like realistically tackle this? Because that like going into each movie, like, you know, a multiple location shoot for, you know, under a million dollars these days, it's going to be like, it's going to look a certain way. And we were just wanted to make sure that we could control our environment and let the like, story and the people and the kind of ideas and the the creatures that come out of the tv kind of resonate in in the shop itself
2: yeah i I think we just wanted to make a movie about a video store where the video store itself is the star um you know i I, thought it was you the whole
1: time we realized that they're the same
2: oh exactly (laughs) that's what i was gonna say it's symbiote the same I'm sam, i'm I'm like Sam Neill from the Event Horizon, baby. She won't yeah. let me oh, leave, yeah. you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so are you gonna be stocking the last video store in your video store? So that
2: that for me, yeah, that that'll be the uh, circle of video store life complete. Uh, I don't know when, I know maybe sometime next year, whenever, however, it hits physical media. It's going to be very weird, though, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to pay for it like I pay for all my other movies I bring in. So that might seem <laughs> yeah. a little bit vain where I'll be like, hey, guys, I need 200 copies of this movie. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, I'll be, uh, I've already had customers all week. When's it coming out? When's it coming out? You know, uh, we, we saw the theater. I'm like, uh, you know, sometime next year, perhaps. So we'll, you know
0: any plans for any sort of other release apart from physical media as well? Any streaming plans or anything like that? Well, I hope
1: to have really great news for you in a month or so. So,
0: um, I mean, that sounds positive yeah. to me. That sounds Conversations. Positive.
1: Yeah. Well, it's definitely, um, I think uh, it's definitely got a place on some streaming platforms and we'll definitely have physical media released. Um, through a Canadian distributor, so Amazing. that's
2: very well,
0: exciting stuff.
2: Maybe well, even up. a lip, maybe even a limited edition VHS
0: version. Who knows? I mean, it has to be right. It has I, to I be think... it, 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 mm-hmm. as long as that tape isn't uh, isn't uh, cursed in cursed? any way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, well, it'll just be in the
1: special fine. features, like the full ritual. <laughs> yeah. um, so if oh, you God. want to, you can. You know, you got to give people options these days, or they'll just look it up on the internet
0: yeah uh so obviously premiering at fright fest tonight well saturday tomorrow night sorry saturday 28th um so our audience members if you're attending that obviously check that out it's a 8 30 p.m i think on saturday night isn't it um which is amazing like to think not only that it's going to be on like the biggest screen we attended fright fest in august and the screen is ridiculously big we're in the second row and I don't think my neck is is fully recovered from, from the weekend I spent there. Uh, but, so, yeah, that's amazing. Obviously, our, our listeners should definitely check it out. And obviously, we'll keep them up to speed with the release of it in the future.
2: Now, now I'm really upset we can't be there. You know, you just, the biggest screen. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm Next sorry. You, uh, that's fine. I'm, sure,
0: I'm sure you'll get a chance to see it on an IMAX screen another time. <laughs> That's too much me. Uh, (laughs) That's too much me. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, we'll keep our listeners up to speed with the release of the film as well. But, yeah, again, congratulations to you both on the movie. Um, It's a great time. It's really fun. I think our listeners are definitely going to be right up their street. Um, And, yeah, and, Kev, you'll have to join us for another episode soon. We'll have to do... Oh, yeah, man.
2: uh, we we got to pick a movie to talk about, for
0: sure. We do. We should definitely do one before before the year is out. And, of course, Tim, Uh, welcome. Welcome anytime. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Ice spiders. Ice, ice
1: spiders. spiders. <laughs>
0: it's gotta be. It's gotta be ice spiders. Uh, <laughs> where can everybody keep up to speed with you guys online with what you're working on and what's going on next? Have you uh, any, any you can, social
1: channels? Uh, yeah, you can keep up with me, um Dino on Instagram. Uh, I'm an avid follower of Kevin and many many video stores. <laughs> um so support your local video stores and with that kevin
2: yeah uh yeah i'm pretty easy to follow too ben um you can find me on instagram it's video store kev um you can also uh you know follow uh, what's going on at the real video store the lobby dvd shop um website is the if you're on facebook there's a group page for the lobby dvd shop uh, even to your UK people, I do mail-outs, even overseas. If there's something they can't find, the <laughs> bounty hunter of cinema—that's my goal in life. I will track it down for you. The, the The complexities of my store are matched by two titles that are my number one and two bestsellers of the year. Number one being Cannibal Holocaust, number two being Spice World. So go figure.
0: <laughs> go figure. Something for everyone, especially UK audiences there. Uh, <laughs> And I will, I have to uh, give testament to the the Lobby DVD Shop Facebook group. That is like my go-to for, oh my God, I haven't seen that film in years. Or, oh my God, I haven't seen that film in forever. So I enjoy your constant now-watching posts, Kev. They're really,
2: really good for me. Gotta Uh, jog the memory. Yeah.
0: Gotta jog the old memory. Uh, Yeah, so thanks everybody for listening. Um, If you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks again for joining us, uh, Kev and Tim. And again, congratulations on the last video store. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for See having you us guys time, soon. Man. No problems. See you soon. Bye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.